we doing? It is the fourth and long podcast. Uh, it is your host, Ryan Zlodzinski. And um, today we're going to go through a nice little uh, risers and fallers um, of the draft and some other good little goodies we got for y'all. Um, we got some co-hosts. We got Davis Driver and Elijah Gorey. A special guest later on, uh, J.B. Fulton. And um, boys, you want to kick us off on some risers and fallers? So for my riser, I have Hennon Hooker. Um, he's He showed at Tennessee that he was actually really good. Um, the only problem is he's 25 going into the draft. But a lot of teams have been talking about how good he is and how mature he is. And there's a chance that he goes in the first round, possibly before the pick 21. He yeah. could be a top 20 pick. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. He's probably the oldest guy taken since, uh, what, like Brandon Whedon? Yeah. The first round? Yeah. Which is crazy when you think about it, because yeah. like, Brandon Whedon was 28. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big gap from 28 to 25. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Whedon was an interesting prospect. So, for my riser, uh, so far since the pro- uh, combine, I've seen Darnell Wright. Six foot five, bright tackle, weighs three thirty three. He is probably projected to be a guard at the next level. Really, really strong. Can play left guard, right guard. Did it in college, and can also play right tackle. So, especially that the, that's the Tennessee guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, he mauls people. He just beats people like yeah, and he jumps no, on top of them too. Like he mm-hmm. he's legit with it. JB, you have anything to say about Darnell Wright? Personally, watching him against Georgia, um, although Tennessee didn't have a lot of success in the game, he shined. Uh, he really he made a couple of impact plays. He I think he forced a fumble in that game, if I if I remember. But, um, but uh, I was really impressed. Yeah. And then who you got for your faller? For my faller, I was stuck with a QB and went with CJ Stroud. He did not do well at all on that cognitive test. Like when everyone else was in, like uh-huh. like Anthony Richardson was at eighty, and then you had Bryce Young scoring a ninety-eight. Will Levis got like a ninety-seven, and then you have CJ Stroud with the eighteen. They're they're definitely not liking that at all. And uh, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that he has the same uh, representative as Deshaun Watson. So maybe he doesn't want him in Houston? Yeah, Houston is kind of not not a big fan of that. Not friendly with Sean, yeah. It's interesting you brought that up because I was actually reading an article yesterday about how my favorite team, Dallas, is just starting to use the cognitive test, the S2 cognitive test, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the wonder lick. It's just interesting because it's a lot more like decision-making, especially for quarterbacks, that's like really important, obviously. So I thought it was interesting that that's like becoming – we're seeing the draft go from – just like the hit rate on players is so much higher yeah. nowadays because you have so many analytics, so much more resources, where it's back in the 80s, 90s. If the guy had good numbers in college, you just took him and hoped he was good. That's why you saw so many guys just, yeah, just where they were complete busts. Absolute busts, like, you know, Marcus Russell. Like Ryan like, Leaf, yeah. Yeah, like I feel like those guys, you're definitely going to get weeded out a lot mm-hmm. faster now. Yeah, and then for my faller national champion appearance, did not win. They got smoked. Uh, Clint Johnson, he was really solid at TCU. Uh, 6'3", 208 pounds. Um, but, unfortunately, 
testing didn't jump off the, the page like you'd like it to. Um, had some pretty underwhelming numbers. Um, didn't play as physical as you'd hope a 6'3", 200-pound receiver would play. As uh, body catching stuff go on, probably dropped from what was supposed to be the like bona fide wide receiver one of the class to probably wide receiver five or six. So I don't expect him to go uh, in the first twenty picks, uh, which is a big turnaround from where we were thinking in February. We really thought he was oh, going to yeah. be Quentin Johnson just dropped. He was right supposed to be the guy who stood above yeah, the rest was, of the class, and he's almost falling behind the, the guys. Was he was going to be the number one receiver? He was going to be. He's gonna be like he was that guy that was in his own team. Yeah, like the Jamar Chase of this class. Yeah, but he, never but he he never showed that he wasn't as great of a catcher as you would like in a receiver, especially coming out like nowadays, where it's like if you don't have a good year one and year two, you're probably not gonna have a good career. Yeah. So like you don't want to like you don't, receiver you're not looking for that guy that's going to be a bust. You're looking for that guy who's going to really show that he is that next level and transition quickly. And to yeah. transition quickly in the NFL, you need to have at least one trait, at least one skill. He doesn't. That's he doesn't elite. really seem to. Yeah, he doesn't have super elite route running like some guys in this class. Yeah, which allow you to like if you don't play up to your size, if you're an elite route runner. Like I think I think that's his biggest problem. Is like he's succeed. Yeah, he's, he's a decent height, he's decent build, and you're not catching with your hands. You're not like, you're not like going up on people. Like yeah. if you have a contested catch, you're. Like he's got the height, down. but he's not. He's like a tall, skinny. Yeah. And he's like he plays as if he is. But he's not fast enough to be. Ten. That like speedster. Yeah. Either. So, so like he's like a big, a big run after catch just, guy yeah. who body catches and doesn't have elite agility. Yeah. So it's kind of it's like where do you play? That's kind of what we're saying. Yeah. But, Anyway, so next two next would be kind of gonna, we're gonna go into some teams we think maybe could trade up into that top tier kind of transition here. Um, and by top tier, I mean that the top ten picks that draft. Um, maybe it could be a team in the early teens going up to quarterback. Maybe it could team be a team at the back of the draft wanting to get up and not let a prospect fall. We've seen that all the time, where a guy starts to slide. Some team goes. You know, most recent memory was Devonte Smith falling. Yeah. Outside the top five, top six, fell to ten. The uh, Eagles picked up the phone, called the Dallas Cowboys, hey, we'll give you a third-round pick to jump ahead of the New York Giants to take Devontae Smith. Stuff like that happens all the time. So just kind of looking for those. Um, so let's start with um, some teams that we think could be trade. Uh, people Teams that could be pursuing a trade to get into that top, top tier of the draft. Uh, people who I think are trying to, or the team that I think the most is probably the Raiders, because the Raiders are kind of in this weird like situation where they didn't really get any better. Mm-hmm. Like you went from a mediocre quarterback to another mediocre quarterback. You have like you got Devonte Adams last year, and you haven't done anything with him. Well. That's not that's not going good yeah. with him. You know, the whole reason he came to your team was to be with the quarterback and to ship him out. Like, obviously, the fact that they're not winning games, that's that's a problem for him. Yeah. I thought that move was really unfortunate for his career, specifically Devontae, just because of – it was like he took him away from a Hall of Famer because of a money issue and sent him to a team that 
has been in turmoil for the last 20 years. Yeah. Poor think, ownership. But they they seem like they're heading on the right track now they've made a change at coach. Yeah, they kind of started building the lineup, but they also are one of the worst historic drafting teams ever. So That's, that's one of the reasons why they're going to try to trade up. Mm-hmm. Um, Take that shot in the dark. I think, I think there's that chance that they also kind of just think we're a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Well, they have Josh Jacobs returning from yeah, leading so they have rusher. Josh Jacobs, so they have a they good, lose Darren Waller. Good running back. They lost Darren Waller, but they ended up picking up. Uh, who am I thinking of? They picked up a receiver in free agency. From it's uh, Patriots. Oh, I'm uh, Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, uh, Nick, no. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby yes, Myers. Jacoby yes, Myers. Yes. They picked up Jacoby Myers, and I think, like, honestly, I think Jacoby Myers is a little slept on. He is. Like he's, he's definitely. A, he like was, he's not. He's he not might like be the best. He's not 100 percent up there. Like, I wouldn't make him like a top 20, but like, he's definitely a top 35 receiver. Yeah, he's like one he's, of the probably the best free like, agent. Like, yeah, definitely. He definitely was. I think he's well. If you count Odell, maybe not. But yeah, well, that was a kind of question mark. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The Raiders are an interesting team. What, who do you think they would move up to get? Who is the guy? Who is their guy? If you had to, I think crystal for ball. them. Um, I really think they like Levis as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're one of those teams that likes Levis, who might take that chance on him. Um, the only thing is, they'd be giving up a lot if they tried to trade up for him. That's the only reason How I could far see him. Do you think he has to go because they're already they have to go to at least three, because if he's there at four for the Colts, the Colts are taking him. That's what they said. That's not what they said, but they really they like him. Yeah. They really like him. Wow. And, like, it's been said that, like, like they believed at one point that he was the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, they've talked about, I think now it's kind of like, we know Bryce Young is the best, but it's like we're not getting him unless we yeah. trade up, and I'd rather just take Levis. Um, a lot of these guys recently have actually even put him in as their number two quarterback. Yeah. Like, for sure, for sure. So That's it's wild. like. Yeah, we know Bryce Young won't be there, but Will Levis might be, and we yeah. prefer Will Levis over everyone else. So I think that is probably like they would at least have to go to three to Arizona, but I mean, three to seven, you're paying a lot. Like that's yeah. not going to be a little jump. I kind of get a segue off that to the sort of two other teams I think are teams to watch. Um, so first team, kind of in the news, been oddly quiet in free agency, almost like they're starting a rebuild. Tennessee Titans. Yes. Uh, lost Okoro, um, is that his name? Correct, to the Giants? Bobby Okoro? Oh, sorry, Okariki. Oh, Okariki. Bobby Okariki, Okariki yeah. Um, he, I think it's Isaac Okoro. Uh, Bobby Okariki, yeah, good linebacker. They lost him. Got Traylon Burks, didn't really pan out as what you'd like to see, I guess, for the first round pick. Obviously, he still has you know a whole career ahead of him. Malik Willis, he said they lost faith on today. That was a report that yeah, came out. Yeah, that was Brian Tannehill getting to back his contract. It's a perfect team to go. Okay, this is our shot. We have Derrick Henry still under contract. We got two yep. years. Let's go get a young quarterback. Maybe they'll be big players in free next year. But I could see them kind of kicking their thing into rebuild because they've lost all their top end talent. Yeah, AJ Brown. Well, I mean, like Derrick Henry's on the back. They, like, they're going to lose people. Might as well. They kind of are in that like situation where it's like we either need to. Win now, mm-hmm. or we need to burn it down. And it's not a huge free agency destination. Yeah, and it's like not a lot of people are it's going. Nice yeah, city, I'm, I'm, I want to go here to yeah, Tennessee. No one really bangs the table and goes, "I need to go to Tennessee." Maybe yeah. Julio Jones was an interesting one, but yeah, that's a team I think could move up from 11. 
that's definitely a play. Or sorry, that's definitely in play. And then a team that I think is uh, one to watch at the back of the draft is kind of a odd pick here. But I think the Minnesota Vikings are a team that could. That last year of Kirk Cousins' deal, they just made it explicitly clear this offseason by not extending. You do not let quarterbacks yeah. go into last year of the deal. You don't let coaches go into the last year of the deal. If you're playing that last year, and like, just think, I think there are other teams that will pursue Kirk. Like, I think the Niners will want him to reunite him with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I think other teams will be willing to outbid them for him. So I think why not go up and try your luck and get your Anthony Richardson? You got Kirk for next year, guaranteed. And they have a competitive team. They'll probably be a borderline playoff team. They did lose some guys. Eric Kendricks left. Um, yeah, I think I think that would be a great spot for him too. Uh, picking up Anthony Richardson. I mean, you have Kirk, who Kirk isn't obviously he's not like the greatest of the great quarterbacks, but he is a good quarterback. And he gets you ten wins every season. Yeah, and he can he can show Anthony Richardson kind of like what he needs to do, yeah. and like to get his accuracy right, to get his and passing he's almost the perfect right. opposite of Anthony Richardson. Right, he's the yeah. He's safe. white, and Anthony Richardson's black. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the safe bus driver quarterback that gets you from Destin Park, you know, point A yeah, point B. Yeah. Whereas Anthony Richardson is million miles an hour on the highway Ferrari. Yeah, he'd almost be a perfect player to kind of teach Anthony. Look, dude, you can play within the system. Or you can still be that Ferrari, but you can also go to speed but not limit. not turn the ball over and not yeah. make bad decisions like what they did with Josh Allen, kind of. Yeah, like I, I think that's exactly so what that's he needs. It's, it'd be that actually might be a really good choice. Plus, you have Justin Jefferson. You partner him with T.J. Hawkinson. You got a safety blanket, best receiver in the NFL. And I mean, we've seen and Justin Jefferson get open. Kevin and you've seen what Anthony Richardson can do passing. Like he he can pass. Like yeah. that he can throw that ball down the field. Yeah. So I mean, even just this past year when we were watching Justin Jefferson, a lot of it was he was behind the defenders or he was just wide open and. You know, you have to get the ball to him. Well, he's still doing that, and he's 50 yards down the field. Yeah. You know that you have a guy who can get it to him. Absolutely. And Kevin O'Connell, we saw him him do work with Jared Goff previously in, uh, at the Rams, came with uh, led the Vikings to 13-3 and in his first year. Sorry, 13-4. and Yeah. Obviously, disappointing playoff exit. Come crashing out in the first round. But you have a aging core but you have the best young wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. And you just made an acquisition to get a tight end. You yeah. didn't extend your quarterback. To me, that's red light. We've, we've seen the proven way to win in the NFL is to acquire young rookies, partner them with elite offensive talent, and a good defense. And that gets you to a Super Bowl. We yes. saw it with Patty. We saw it with Joe Burrow. We saw it with Jalen Hurts. That is the formula. We saw it with Jared Goff. We saw it with Carson Wentz. We saw it, I mean... With you can name Lamar Jackson, go get talent around young guys. So maybe Anthony Richardson could be that young guy. Sit back yeah, for he a definitely, year. He definitely has the, you know, the physicals. For Learn that. the system, build the system around him. Yeah, right. I, I think that'd be the perfect thing. You know, you go get, yeah. you go get the people that like can help him become better, not mm-hmm. just going to draft to the best. Yeah, and real quick, I want to touch on like two teams I think maybe could be given that 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 pickup. Um, I think that you could see a Texans trade out of two. I don't think they love the quarterbacks outside of Bryce Young. It's at least what's kind of coming yeah. out of camp. That could be smokescreen. This is lying season. So anything's really on the table as far as. Um, yeah, I could definitely see this up. I could see them trading out. I know, uh, I know they've been waiting, but honestly, I mean, 
the quarterbacks here after Bryce Young, it falls off. And even like with Bryce Young, you still have that problem with his, you know, his stature. Yeah. He doesn't stand tall. You know, he has to get on his tippy toes just to be over the O lineman. Makes you question that decision by them in that Week 18 game versus the Colts to yeah. to throw that hail mary. Yeah. Instead of just instead of just trying to. I think I think that was perfectly done. I think. That's probably one of the funniest things. To sell the, the tanking job, to lose your chance at Bryce Young. Like, because Lovey Smith at that point, he already knew he was getting fired. He and was Brandon like, Cook said he wasn't going to play for the rest of the season and then came back to play that game. Yeah. And so, had the winning touchdown on, like, a 45-yard. Obviously, like, there, there, was, there was a reason why they went the first it. overall pick. Imagine being a Texans fan. You would be livid. <laughs> like, Lovey Smith was 100%. And then they he, hired defensive head coach D'Amico Ryans. Maybe D'Amico Ryans wants to go in and get his... Micah, his Nick Bosa, his TJ Watt, to build the Texans yeah. defense around Derek Stingley, now already and Jalen Petrie. Go get you a guy on your D line. Yeah, it's I've, I've been saying a lot about that too. But you could get those guys. If we do think quarterback, it right. So if we think the first four could potentially be quarterbacks, or at least three of them. Yeah. Then you could move. You could yeah. move back to six with the Lions. Still have a Will Anderson, a Tyree Wilson, or a Jalen Carter on the board. If you're the Texans, then you're back up at twelve, and you can go get. I don't know a corner. A get, yeah. you get a corner. You could get a tight end. You get your first pick. The tight end. You get a tackle. So many I mean, options. And even if not, like there's a good chance with how far CJ Stroud's dropping, he could be there at twelve. Yeah, yeah. Or you could a lot you of know, these teams that are there. They, I mean, yeah, a lot of them will benefit from a quarterback, but that's not their biggest need. There's also a really aggressive teams like the Eagles, who always are always on watch for trading up. Yeah. Jalen Carter slides to maybe seven. Raiders go, oh, we don't really care about Baker. Oh, I Fender. guarantee. Swap. I guarantee if I can see that, that yeah. happens. I can see that. Like if, he, if he ends up falling to like, I think even five. Yeah. I think if you let him slide to five, I think Howie Rose is picking up the phone and going, we need that guy. Yeah. Because that's just what good GMs do. Yeah. And it's not even like, it's not even like, like a stupid thing when you think about it. If you if you know he's the best player in the class, yeah, because you know it's like that, why, why is then you're it surrounding you were... him, putting next to one of his best friends from college, Jordan Davis. Yeah, if anyone can figure this dude out mentally who and get him to show up played, and play football, it's the guy who played next to him for. It was the years. guy who played with him and literally was his other half. Yeah, like they were a tandem who won a national championship in college. Yeah, they it's they like weren't... Uh, Jonathan Allen and Daron Payne in Washington, exact same situation. Exact same. Yeah, it'd be cool. Would not love it as a fan of the Cowboys, but <laughs> but it would be anyway. So our next thing we're gonna get into is some late round, not necessarily late, but our kind of end of day two, early day three. Our sleepers guys may fall out to that right, that back of that top one hundred, maybe on the other side of one hundred, um, not too far down. Not guys you've never heard of, but maybe guys that aren't getting enough attention. We think so. I can start off with um, two guys I love on offense. Um, for any team, I think that we know this receiver class is pretty hit or miss as far as the prospects. The best guys have question marks as far as their health or their size or their production. This guy has the traits and the size covered. Uh, that's Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, 6'2", 220, prototypical ex-receiver in the NFL, um, elite catcher of deep balls, top in speed. I think he ran a 4'4". Uh, can run a lot of routes. Production was questionable, but that's also Ole Miss uh, has had some trouble finding a quarterback since Matt Carell left, and that offense was not exactly wide receiver friendly, to say the least. 
And then um, a second player I really enjoyed watching was uh, Ty J Spears from Tulane, five foot ten, two hundred pounds. Had a really great combine. If you watch that game versus USC, the Cotton Bowl, yeah, he, he was cra- beat he went USC crazy. single-handedly. Yeah, I he, mean, he was one hundred percent was the whole entire team. He there. is like does everything. He can. Who? He's Ty J Spears. Oh, Tulane. receiver for Tulane. He's uh, the running back. The running back. Running back, running back. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's a lot better than I think some of the guys who are above him. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a small school hate. Yeah, I think I think that's really a lot <laughs> of what it is. It's just a small school. Um, what do you think about Mingo? I like Mingo. Yeah, he's I think I think he is probably the best built receiver. Hammer Tillman. Yeah, which brings me to my sleeper, who I actually I have Cedric Tillman, uh, the wide receiver for Tennessee. He's he's built good too. Like he's six three two thirteen. Best Tennessee receiver? Would you say? I would definitely say he's the yeah, best receiver over Jalen Hyatt. Like I. I'm personally not a big fan of Hyatt, but even just with that, I mean, Cedric Tillman, pretty much the only reason Jalen Hyatt is Jalen Hyatt as of that we know is because Cedric Tillman got injured. Cedric Tillman was keeping him off the field. He was not touching the field. A thousand yards and 12 touchdowns as a sophomore. Yeah. Like, he's he's a great receiver. Without heading under. And a lot, of, a lot of it is, you know, he did get injured for this past season, and I think there's a little bit of concern there. But at the same time, it's like I also think that this guy knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. whenever he goes up, yeah, he catches the ball nice. Like he's 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 what you'd expect a guy of his size he to was, be. He is what Quentin Johnson should be. Wishes he was. Yes. Yes. Like I think I think that's the biggest problem. Is like we're over here looking at Quentin Johnson. We're like this dude is good, but we're looking we're not looking at Cedric Tillman and realizing he is a better. Quentin Johnson. Yeah, I like him more than Quentin Johnson. I would take him over Quentin Johnson. You know what he is. Quentin Johnson is like such an enigma. Like you have no idea what you're going to get. He could be off the league like Jalen Rager in a year, just saying same school. TCU does not have a good history of receivers. Going back to Josh Doxson with the Redskins, they've had three or two for back-to-back first-round pick buzz. Yep. Question is about the Big Twelve producing receivers. Valid questions. Um, you haven't really seen a ton of guys come out. See, Lamb comes to mind. Um, but just as in general, like, OU is really the only one pumping out elite wide receivers. So as far as that goes, who would be your uh, your uh, defensive sleepers? Defensive sleepers? This one is going to be crazy because I don't think a lot of people are really going to be thinking that he's a sleeper. Yeah. But Trevius Hodges Tomlinson? Yeah. The corner from TCU. The biggest problem is he's five eight, so he's really small. But that's the nephew of LT, right? Yeah. You can't tell. First off, that's cool. LT was one of the, like he was great. Yeah, you. you and you it runs. It obviously runs yeah, in the runs family. In the family. Like it has to. Like it is a problem that he's five eight, but he plays bigger than that, and he is. A lot better than what people like. He he won the Thorpe. Yeah, you he don't was the him. best DB yeah. in the nation last year. Yeah, didn't he have a big play in the national or the uh, game versus Michigan? Uh, yeah, he played really good against yeah. them. And it's like it's like a lot of it is you can't you can't see a guy win best DB, and it's not like, like he was close the year before too. 
So it's not like he was just, oh, he was the best DB this year. It was a one-time. No, he was in the talk for his junior year, or not this junior year, but his year before this year, and then he won it this year. So it's like, obviously he's up there, and he's a, he's good. But he kind of has, like, it's kind of, like, weird that, like, he's small for his position, and we, like, take that away from him. But, like, Bryce Young is also kind of in the same mm-hmm. talk, where it's like he's small for his position, but... He's shown that he's like that yeah. great talent. And we saw Sande Samuel come out at five. <coughs> what was it? Five nine. <coughs> five nine and three quarters, almost like or five ten. Yeah. He had three picks in a playoff game. Yeah, and it's like. So the the worst part about it is just he's that five eight instead of that five nine because even like there's even good five nine players. Like, Darrell Rivas, I think, was like five nine, a high five nine. Tyrell Matthews, five nine. Yeah. So like, there's good guys. Like, just because you're small doesn't mean you yeah. can't be there but I think I think he's definitely one of those guys who like you're gonna pick him up in like the third fourth maybe and you're gonna be like I kind of just got one of the best corners in the draft best tape yeah yeah so you, yeah kind of like rolling the dice on that all right well that's mainly the guys we're gonna talk about today but we'll be right back with part two of this segment and we're gonna cover some um more sleepers some of our favorite players some of the perfect pairings we could see in the first round and then Maybe some other just football draft talk.